So this is a special opportunity for uh, this uh, Dhamma family that we have had together for this uh, period of time in uh, this beautiful place of Puchai Sai. It's a unique opportunity. So this evening, uh, uh, as people know, you're invited to share your reflections, either things that you have written down or anything that you want to say um, spontaneously. And so we'll uh, circulate the microphone uh, around the, the hall and anyone who would like to, to speak up, then please uh, don't be shy. Anyone who's ready, just put your hand up and then, uh, yes. This one over here. The experience of this 10-day retreat, it's, um, I would say I'm very, very happy with this. And uh, I would like to thank you, Pajan, Pajan Kongwit, and Pajan Ji, and all Ganlayanamit, all friends, staff, and organizer, and everything. It's, it's, it's a whole thing to make um, the retreat. It's very beautiful. And and uh, full of happiness. Um, from from your from Pajan teaching and Q and A question and answer, it's uh, it's very helpful to to develop the practice. And um, I I get to two things that it's I think is very valuable for for me uh, to practice. Uh, one of them is um, when someone uh, asking about the sati, and you said there's three level. One is the and sampachanya and satipanya. And from that, um, actually, it happened today uh, when I'm do walking meditation. I just realized that. Oh, this is sati. You know, when uh, sati is like you are so focusing and you know the sensation of your body. But then um, uh, when you come to sati, sati sampachanya, it's more like, um, you know, you, um, you connect with the, with the whole environment. And uh, what happens is like you are selfless. And even you have no self in that moment. And, and I, I, I at the moment, it's, it's just like, wow, it's, it's, it's what um, uh, uh, um, the Buddhist teaching that Sampachano Satikma. And it is what exactly what he wants us to feel. And I am, uh, <laughs> and I'm really glad that I, I don't know it's it's correct or not, but that that but what I feel that it's this is the way this is it. Um, that is the first thing that I I get. The second thing is like um, the way you teach us to, uh, how to question, 
um, uh, when you practice, and every time when when do the sitting meditation, there's many thought it's come up. Um, so I start to question the thought that, for example, like, is that really your thinking or is that really your thought? And the answer is no. And it's just, is that your thought is make you stress or, or too? I said, yes. And is that you are really sure about this thinking or is it real or is it it's a, it's a fact or I would say no. And, and, and when you start um, question all these, then you, you, you will see that it's, it's really wasting your time that you're thinking about all that. And, uh, you know, even, even it's a good thing when you, uh, something, it's come up, even the good things happen, you can see that it's really your expectation. And if that expectation that you think it's, it's not happened, what you expect, it's becomes duke. And it's, uh, you know, it's, 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 at the end, it's not what you're thinking. It just come up. And um, it's not real. And this is these two that I'm really... Uh, uh, appreciate and, and really thank you all the that it make me uh, very happy and, and I think that uh, when I go back home uh, I, I can use these to practice and develop my Dhamma. Thank you. I would like to thank uh, the organizers of this retreat for being so equanimous to accept foreigners uh, to attend a retreat in Thailand. Thank you to Ajayan as well. Um, this, I've been attending many, many retreats, but this is one of the most beautiful ones. Uh, what I really uh, learned from this retreat was uh, the, the, the lump of foam, the bubbles, the mirage, the banana tree, and the, the and the and the magician, and that's so useful because um, when pain arises, and then I, I I think of it as a bubble; it's not painful anymore. So that that's wonderful, <laughs> and and uh, the anger eating yaka <laughs> that's also very very cool because I think I'm gonna use that to to manage anger in future. So thank you, Ajahn. And, um, I thank uh, Ajahn Jiu as, as well as Ajahn Conrad because um, Ajahn Conrad talked a lot about fear and I usually don't have fear but then somehow in my dreams I kept having fearful dreams in this retreat and so that was quite cool. And Ajahn Jiu, um, he taught us about bowing and that was really cool as well. So thank you, thank you. So, all the beautiful conditions. Thank you.
นมัสการพระอาจารย์นมโรพระอาจารย์คงฤทธิ์และพระอาจารย์จิ๋วครับ The saying "Time flies when you're having a good time" definitely applies to me on this retreat. I haven't been counting the days, and I don't feel anxious at all for the retreat to come to an end. Uh, regarding my meditation practice, I normally start with observing my the rising and falling of my abdomen, and then I would just let myself go with the flow, uh, whatever senses that would touch. Me, I would note it, and uh, didn't spend much time thinking about that. But regarding the vetana, of course, most uh, most vetana that affect me is regarding discomfort or not actually pain, but ache and discomfort. So I would look at the discomfort and try to. Not try to get myself involved with it, but try to look at it as an observer. I will try to uh, look at it and sit and think, what kind of element is this? Is this the heat element, uh, or whatever? You know, even though I may not find the right answer, but I try to uh, think about it. And if the discomfort is too overpowering, I would just then say, okay, I would ease myself. And relax a bit. So, despite the long, grueling daily routines, I don't feel exhausted at all. I have very good night rest, and actually, I have vivid dreams every night. And even after I woke up, I can still remember a little bit about the content of the dreams. Also, I I do have. The ability, not ability, but I, I managed to wake up even before my alarm clock went off. So, uh, regarding the daily practice outside of the meditation hall, I observe a lot of likes and dislikes, particularly rela relating to food, and also I find a lot of cravings. When I saw the roasted chicken. Immediately, in my mind says, "Where is the namtim jiao?" I was looking for it, and of course, very much disappointed when I didn't find it. Mm. So, uh, just to make it short, I think from the my experience here, I. Was aware, general awareness, as well as I have some mindfulness, like when I was sitting and I felt some senses, something like crawling on my skin, on my hands. I would then slowly open my eyes, and if I note there was some insect, I would mindfully brush it away, and as well as my noting of my craving, my likes, my dislikes, I. Probably would have to come to a conclusion that I do progress with my meditation, and to this, I bow to my teachers for the teachings and the encouragement. ภาษาไทยก็ได้
เจ้าค่ะกล่าวนมัสการท่านอาจารย์กัมารุแล้วก็ท่านอาจารย์คงฤทธิ์แล้วก็ท่านอาจารย์จิ๋วเป็นการปฏิบัติธรรมสิบวันครั้งแรกในชีวิตนะคะก็ที่มาเพราะว่าน้องสาวคือสุวิดาที่ท่านอาจารย์เมตตาให้น้องสาวได้ทำงานที่อังกฤษที่อวัดอมรอดีก็จริงๆต้องบอกว่าตัดสินใจอยู่นานเจ้าค่ะเพราะว่าตั้งสิบวันแล้วก็เขายึดมือถือก็เลยแต่ก็เกรงใจกติเกรงใจสุวีลานะคะก็เลยบอกว่ามาค่ะพอมาได้ห้าวันก็อยากกลับค่ะมีความรู้สึกว่าพอแล้วห้าวันก็พอแล้วแต่เพื่อนข้างๆอ่ะบอกว่าคุณจะไม่มีเวลาแบบนี้อีกก็เลยนึกถึงท่านอาจารย์ชยสาโลท่านเทศว่าวันนี้จะเป็นวันแค่วันเดียวแล้วมันจะไม่มีวันนี้อีกเลยแต่เราก็มาอยู่ตรงนี้แล้วก็เลยอยู่ต่อก็จริงๆพอเริ่มตัดสินใจว่าอยู่ต่อก็ฟังธรรมมากขึ้นอ่านหนังสือแล้วก็พยายามนั่งสมาธิและอาจารย์จิ๋วเทศเรื่องของการฝึกจิตก็เลยคิดได้ว่าจริงๆแล้วเนี่ยเราอยู่กับคนที่ปฏิบัติธรรมมาตลอดแล้วเขาก็นั่งสมาธิกันทุกวันแต่เราไม่เคยเห็นว่าการนั่งสมาธิเป็นเรื่องที่ควรทำหรือว่าจำเป็นในสิบวันนี้จากที่อาจารย์จิ๋วพูดว่าจิตที่ฝึกแล้วกับยังไม่ได้ฝึกต่างกันยังไงก็เลยคิดว่าเป็นเรื่องที่จำเป็นมากในการที่มีโอกาสได้เกิดมาเป็นคนถึงได้มีโอกาสที่ได้ฝึกสมาธิเจ้าค่ะขอบพระคุณผู้ใจใสที่ไม่มีที่ติดเลยกับทุกอย่างสวยงามกราบนมัสการพระอาจารย์พระอาจารย์คงฤทธิ์พระอาจารย์จิว๋วน้องดา Has invited me for so many times to visit her place, but I never had a chance to come, and this is my first time. And I was amazed to see how he transformed the mountain and the cliff to a very livable place, and with uh, all kinds of uh, plants. 
that she had really carefully selected to plant in her uh, property are uh, very interesting because um, they are not a very normal one. They are very rare plants. So when I did my walking meditation, Prajan asked to uh, watch your steps. And uh, I, I am a clumsy person. I fell down on the first day when I had a retreat with Ajahn Jiu in Sukhothai, and I broke my ankle. And I fell down again when I uh, was about to go up to the Walshaw Peak with Ajahn Ajalu. And I, I slipped and I fell down and I broke my ankle again. But I climbed up to the top of the mountain, but I couldn't come down. So they had to carry me down. But I stayed until the 10 days with my, broken, with my broken ankles until I came back to Thailand. Well, anyway, I always broke my legs, my ankles, and um, I have a fractures all over my body. And this retreat, before I came, I was so worried that I couldn't kneel down because I... Uh, stumbled down again the stairs and I fell down with the bicycle and I couldn't kneel. My knees were so painful that I couldn't kneel down. So when I first came into this Dhamma hall, I just had to reserve a seating on the chair, which is going to be my first time. I said to myself that this is going to be my first time sitting on a chair, not flat on the floor like I used to do. And I wouldn't like it. But uh, the first me sitting meditation, I tried to sit on the floor. And uh, I'm very proud of myself that I never got up to sit on the chair <laughs> until the last day. Um, for this retreat, it's uh, very special to me. Not only 10 days, which I'm quite familiar with the 10 days retreat, but it's kind of a orchestration between among the three of you. And it's quite entertaining, especially when I uh, listened to Ajahn Kong read. I couldn't help laughing at what uh, his uh, uh, had a kind of a satire joking. And I was thinking of um, him, Ajahn Kongrit is, um, the name is very, very um, similar to Mom Rashawun Kukri. And he has such a, a satire humor. And also Ajahn Kongrit, I thought at first I didn't meet him, I didn't meet him before. I thought he was an Oxfordian, like Mom Rashawun Kukri. But uh, after all, I just found out because he introduced himself all the time. Uh, uh, how could he come up to the monkhood? But as for Ajahnju, uh, I have been with his retreat for several times. And uh, I would never stop doing that with Ajahnju. Uh, that is about it, that uh, I'm quite happy. Uh, to be here at Pujai Sai because I, I think I have a 
healthy mind and healthy physique back to Khao Yai from this retreat. Thank you, Prajan, for teaching me uh, how to be with myself and how to be happy. Um, this was written spontaneously this afternoon um, and so there wasn't time to translate it into Thai, so I apologize. Uh, there may be some um, incorrect um, grammar and, and strange uh, vocabulary, so I apologize. Here it is, appearing, unfolding out of this emptiness. There is seeing, touching, sensing, smelling, tasting, hearing. Chicadas, tall trees, small trees, growing trees, forests, nature. There's vividness, clarity in colors, contrasting shapes, texture, sounds. Here it is, another pathway. Walking, then jongrom. There is space for shadows, strange flowers, shadows born out of light. For subject to time, contemplation, Shadows playing with the winds, appearing and disappearing, moving to the pulse, rhythm of the cloud above, or maybe dancing with the sun. Not sure. My name. This is your voice, Sanachan. <laughs> here it is again, the moment when there is no one here. Another corner, another turn. Nature is everywhere. Another look. Look again. There. Here. Revealing. Presenting. The depth of beauty. Harmoniously flowing. Within, underneath. The quiet of the quiet stillness. Just another reminder. A reminder of the absolute truth. Bliss. Smile of joy offering, here it is, just like that. Another clay statue, a garden ornament, with a face full of joyful smile. And, and these are everywhere on the steps. Some are sitting on a pond, safe, uh, hiding underneath the leafy green. One sitting on the pizza stove, the smiling pig. Happy, summoning, joyful girl, smiling pig, ecstatic hate, strange, gladdened boys on a buffalo. This garden is full of joy, bliss, nature, pure awareness, dhamma. A heart-shaped pond with clear water constantly flowing, full of colorful, pleasant shapes, 
fishes to contemplate with, chalas, underpass with roof of leafy greens, sheltered by nature, building whispering dhamma. There's a sound of chanting coming from somewhere, always in the left ear. Offering gentleness, glimpses of possibility, this garden, giving back, giving back, of returning home, give all to nature, Dhamma. Here is this garden full of life, so joyful, almost ecstatic. Stop, pause. Richness of nature, but there is no one here. No sense of the owner, just shining presence, kindness, calm, supportive, giving, caring. What is it? Well wished, well wishes, but who? Who? No one here. There it is again, the world, loka, swirling in the air, full, snap, cut, burn, enlarging, squeezing. Fighting noises, peace, resisting, allowing fear, outrageous, bad, good, carried away. Here it is in this hall called Sunyata, an assembly of local dwellers. I am here. Oh, hear me, my body, my stories. Just like this, here it is. It is this way. It's your voice again, Tanajan. Then all is gone but nowhere. Remember the whole of Sunyata. This is no place, no thing, no one here. There's never was anybody, really. Really? Not sure. My dad. Then the bell rings, school is over, class dismissed. Garden playtime again. All those clay statues waiting with their faces full of smile. Um, I thought to myself after um, what I'm going to do after um, finishing this retreat. And I thought, no, I'm not going to go home and trying to find a piece of land and build Pujai Sai. <laughs> because I can never do it exactly the same. And then I thought, actually, I already have that heart-shaped pond inside of me. I just need to make sure the water is flowing. And I just need to make sure that I put some nice fishes in there so I can contemplate whenever I need. So I thought to myself, the world out there is already here. And Pujai side is possible. And all of this thought uh, um, is very exciting and um, very enlightening. And this is because of the experience of being here, of the teaching of Dhamma. So I deeply thank Tanajan for carrying the wisdom and sharing it with us in your own way. And uh, I wanted to say amazing, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, and thank you, Pujai Sai. Um, Kunda, I, I, I think I don't know you at all, but 
Um, I feel your presence and uh, what a gift. And thank you for this wonderful gift and for your team, also your staff. Um, and yeah, I just want to also thank you everyone for being here, being part of this. And um, I hope we meet again. My gratitude immensely. Thank you, Ajahn. Thoughts in the mind are watched. They rise from causes and conditions. Soon they cease because of knowing here and now. Don't have to follow there. Is the eye made by thought? Maybe. Aversion can cause by fixed view. Just reflects on not sure, my name. You will be at ease. Thank you, everybody, for coming along to making the retreat happen. Thank you. มาสักการท่านอาจารย์อมารอาจารย์คงฤทธิ์แล้วก็ท่านจิ๋วค่ะ This is a very special retreat for me. It's the first 10-day retreat. I thought long and hard about this because, like, what? I have to get up four in the morning, and there's no dinner. You know, I'm very attached to my food. But I thought it's a challenge. I think I can do it. I did a five days before, so you know. But that is. Uh, I had to get out at five only at that place, so this is uh, four o'clock, four a.m. But anyway, this retreat is quite uh, special for me, more than one ways. Especially one wish is that I shared this experience with my uh, elementary school friends. So we are friends for half a century, half a century. That's a lot of breaths, and. What I took from this is that I want to uh, live in the moment, b a j u b a n k a n a and also try to practice no self, especially when it comes to my my kids. You know, which it's I think that's the most difficult thing for me to let go. But I'm also confident that I can take what I learn from here to practice vipassana k a m a t a n at home. Because now I understand now what to do. Even though here, someday I had like, wow, it works so well. I feel so great. And then the next day, what happened? <laughs> How come it's not keeping progressing? But I think I remember what it was when I could do it. So if I keep trying, I should be able to get there again. So anyway, I would like to. Uh, Expressed appreciation for three of you, and also for the organizer and Kunda. The place is amazing. 
And uh, I was afraid of food here before. You know, it's like, what? Because the first retreat, it is boiled vegetable. And I actually probably gained weight. <laughs> so thank you very much. I, I would like to have this uh, opportunity to uh, ex express my ex express my uh, gratitude uh, toward uh, the Sangha community and uh, the, uh, everyone who contribute to this uh, retreat. Uh, it's been quite a quite a year for me, and uh, to have to be able to be in this retreat is a really a, a really a gift. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, thank Tanajan, uh, uh, three of you, <coughs> who give us time, uh, even though we're just a small people in the world. But uh, you give give us the opportunity to uh, to practice in this ten ten days. So, and uh, I I would like to also to. Uh, Thank you, uh, all the organizers and staffs. Uh, I I really inspired by the the work that uh, all of you have done, and uh, I I really look look up to uh, uh, everyone who contribute to this. Uh, uh, actually, I didn't have to do anything at all because on on the thirty first of May, I just sat on a taxi, sat on a plane, and <laughs> get to, and here, here we are at Pujai Sai. And when when Tanajan uh, said that uh, it's, it's just another day in in a paradise, and I was like, exactly. <laughs> and, and 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 the peak moment is like uh, in in a re refreshment uh, session, and I have this uh, matu drinks and. Uh, I'm not sure how to call in English is a kind of fermented plump or some something, uh, and I, I I thought to myself like it couldn't get better than this and this is uh, about to cry actually, <laughs> and uh, so it's really motivated to me to practice to uh, not take uh, things for granted and. Uh, When when I saw people who sacrifice their own time, their own times to to others, and I think this is one of the quality of the great uh, people, and I, I really admire. It. So uh, so I wish everyone a long last happiness and uh, free from suffering. Good evening, Ajahn. I express my gratitude. This is my first retreat, and I learned a lot. After I speak tonight, I don't think I'll be favorite to everybody already, because I learned a lot. Uh, the first thing I came, I saw this retreat. It's so beautiful. 
I mean, this place is just wonderful. But after hearing a few days from Ajahn's talk about non-self, and I look at it, its concept is impermanence. When I saw all the trees are decaying, it's a different view altogether. Uh, it's the beauty is there, but it's not, not really there. I look and I saw all the decay, all the you know impermanency down there. Impermanence. Although I mean, in conventional way, it's a beautiful place, and uh, I think everybody talks how beautiful it is. But after meditating for a few days, every time I look at it, I saw all the decays and the impermanence down there. The concept of what Ajahn has been teaching us. Um, I think everybody doesn't agree with me on that. Uh, that's how I see it. You know, this this place, no doubt, the owner itself, the beauty is there, but that's not what I saw after a few days. First time I saw it, it was there, and then after that, change. I change every time I look it out. Oh my goodness, it's all decaying. It's all down. It's just not there. That's all I like to talk. Tell different opinion, maybe not so popular one. Thank you. Thank you. It's on. Okay. Thank you very much, Jans. What you have done is so much appreciated. Uh, the way that you have enriched, I feel, all of our lives. Uh, refreshed our directions, given us hopes and what we can what, what we can actually achieve in this life, um, the directions forward with uh, coping with everyday life as well. I, I think it's uh, an amazing set of lessons that you've taught us. You have taught us to a, a, a depth that I haven't experienced on uh, other retreats before, and I'm truly grateful for that. Also, where we are just now, being surrounded by nature, being surrounded by beauty, it has made such a difference, I think, to the, the actual depth of experience that we have. And we can really appreciate all the love and attention that you put into that. And also, with regards to Sanka, the love and attention that they give us non-conditionally and how they how they are actually able to to cope with us um, is amazing because I'm sure they hear so many of the troubles and worries that we have, and and they have the wisdom and the patience to help chat us us through with what we can do to to help address such such matters and and bring us forward to be better people, and it is such a privilege being with people who are like-minded in the same kind of direction. It has been told to us mo so many times in this retreat the importance about being with people who have wine, uh, mi mindsets that are wise, who seek to do good. And it is so refreshing seeing all of us here and also being taught what is capable both in this world and, and on our journeys to Nibbana as well. Um, a small incident I'd just like to um, relate to you. Just as I was about to, to start walking meditation one day, 
the beauty of nature was giving me a very, very direct message. Uh, I looked up in the sky, and there were three birds. There was a bird of prey, and there were two small birds. And what happened next was absolutely amazing. The bird of prey was circling, and the two small birds went and attacked it. They had young down, uh, down in the trees immediately below him, and they were determined that they were going to see off that bird of prey. And I have never seen anything like it in my life. And I, th I think it was the mother bird that first did the attack. That's, that's just my own feeling on it. But they were circling the bird of prey, and they were attacking it. The, the, the lead bird was actually going and biting the, fight, uh, the flight feathers of the bird of prey until the bird of prey, who was amazed at what was happening, because this is what not, not what happens in nature, but this is what happens with the power of the heart the power of the parents looking after the young, and how they were able to go and see off something that seemed a foregone conclusion. And it reminded me and gave me insight on what it is for people to be parents and for people to also be our guardians and our, our, our spiritual mentors as well, how they can selflessly go and give protection and guidance to us and often it is things that we will never ever actually realize um, so i just like to to pass that on to you to me it was a wonderful message about the strength of parents the the, the, the strength of a courageous heart and it was just one of many wonderful experiences that i've i've had here and i thank you all so much for your hard work in putting this together and how you've enabled us to grow. Thank you, sir. Namaskar, Prajan Amaru. Namaskar, Prajan Kungwip. Namaskar, Prajan Chim. So, first of all, it's good to speak again after nine days. And that's probably why a lot of you are becoming silent. Uh, you forgot how to speak. Uh, so don't be shy. Maybe after this, you speak up and share uh, what you thought as well. Um, I, I am a busy person. That's what people around me said. Um, and for myself, I consider myself uh, a lazy person. Um, I think Ajahn Kongrit can confirm this. Uh, I've been listen to him for more than 20 years. So at first, I thought that I could get away with this session very easily because we have 70 people in this room. And if each one take about five minutes, you know, five hours would be just gone completely. So I can just go back to, to sleep. But um, there's a couple surprises that uh, I think worth sharing, especially to Prajana Maru, uh, because you asked to, to reflect on what happened for the past 10, 10 days. And it's a surprise that actually uh, shocked me quite a lot. So the first one is that, and this is a secret, uh, I, I don't even share with Phoebe Boon, my, my roommate, even before we came to, to Chiang Rai. A couple of days before uh, 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 we arrived here, I have a sore throat, a very serious one, and it's only on the left side, not the right side, which is it's not the cold or the flu like normal. And 
in my profession, I have to speak quite a lot. Uh, next week, I'll speak a lot in, in Bangkok. So I'm a little bit worried about you know, what happens. So, but I, so I thought that, well, coming to meditation should be good. Uh, so, well, that thing get worse. <laughs> so throat get worse and worse as time goes by. Uh, even uh, when I swallow, I eat food, it's getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, I was very worried. At that time, I was thinking, should I go to hospital? You know, there's some good hospital in Chiang Rai, and maybe I can return to Bangkok, you know, use that as excuse. Until I listened to, I think one night, Ajahn Jews shared that, don't believe your thought. And that's something that I learned, don't believe your thought. I always believe my thought. But Ajahn Jews said, don't believe your thought. Because he said that if he, he believed his thought, he probably left monkhood for many times. So I said, well, let's, let's, let's follow him. Uh, apparently, next day, uh, around lunchtime, the whole symptom disappeared. Completely. I don't know why. It's probably impermanence that, as Ajahn Amaro mentioned. Uh, this never happened to me. So that's the first thing. Uh, it's a good surprise to me. Um, second one is uh, uh, this afternoon when Ajahn Amaro asked me to review what I learned. So I look into my notes because I'm, I'm uh, a forgotful person. So I bring notebook with pens to write out everything. It totals 17 pages, 17 pages. Uh, not, uh, not, it's quite okay when I went to meditation, I take a lot of notes. But to my surprise, and this is the first time at China Monroe, is that when I review everything, uh, some of the learning I wrote down is from you, from Ajahn Kongrit, and Ajahn Jiu. But interestingly, the majority came from my own mind. Yeah, it came after the walking meditation, after sitting meditation. It is, it, some have some reflection from what you taught before, but some are original thought that arises um, during that time of meditation, which is the majority of the time that we spend over here. So the lesson I learned is that Dharma is around us. We just need to open our eyes and open our senses and listen to the Dharma, and the Dharma will come when we have the clear mind. So I have to thank you very much for uh, putting together a very structured program which allows uh, the thought to happen, and for me to learn that don't believe in my thought, uh, instead trying to make a clear mind, and the wisdom will come and teach me by itself. And thank you, Prajan, thank you all the organizers, and thank you all the Kalayana meet. Thank you very much. Since the microphones around the corner, so I couldn't help take it. <laughs> well, um, I've been studying and uh, practicing Buddhism uh, for the last 18 years. But this is so far I got. But anyhow, um, this special topic I'm very much interested in is Sunyata, I told uh, Tanajan the very first day, and also the Anatta, the selflessness. Um, and it's quite enlightening that Ajahn brought up this subject, uh, one of the three that Ajahn set out the agenda. 
And today, uh, Ajahn um, talk about the selfless walking to a conference room in the corridor or something. And I have to confess Ajahn now that I'm not fond of meditated walking at all. <laughs> I always find excuse, you know, not to have a meditated walking. Because uh, I feel this, uh, I'm in a control situation. I feel a bit pressed. Well, I like walking in a golf course, in the garden, beautiful flowers, birds singing, you know, like around Bujai Sai. But not meditated walking. But anyway, I want to give a try that Ajahn kindly suggested. But first, I couldn't help but wonder what it would be like. So my thought came out that uh, I might feel like an astronaut you know, on a, a moonwalk with uh, almost zero gravity. You bumps up and down, you know, because it's selflessness. That's how I guess. And it came out right that uh, I feel so light and enjoyed it. Even the first time, five minutes. <laughs> but I... I feel like it, so I did again this afternoon, about 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, so it's a good start anyhow, because uh, I feel so free. You know? I don't have to count, putto, uh, putto, left, right, one, two, three, four, five. You know? I, I feel more liberated. But the end result is the same that uh, I have awareness while I'm walking. Right? At the same result. But uh, I feel better, you know. Instead of focusing on, on the steps, I, I feel like. So um, it also reminds me of Tanajan Puttathat, Dhamma uh, talk about walking. He said, walking, but no walker. Walking, no walker, that means selfless. So action, no actor. That is what is proved. So I have another project coming for this exercise. I go back home, Bangkok, the day after tomorrow. So I planned driving. Driving, but no driver. <laughs> so, you know, driving, no driver. It just kind of uh, talk of the town that, you know, this IT company, you know, the artificial intelligence come up with driverless car, right? Just only the past few years. But they don't know that Buddha teaching talk about drive, driverless. <laughs> driverless more than 2,500 years, including the quantum theory about the elements, you know, the Padijasamupabad and Itapathejata and all. So I, I can feel now that I will drive, not driving, not I drive. Maybe a beautiful driving in Bangkok traffic. Because I don't feel upset. People, you know, cutting in, cutting out. Because it's no longer my, my lane or my, my road. You can do whatever you want. I won't feel the, you know, challenged or agitated by those, you know, Reckless driver, uh, but I'm not sure whether the police 
would agree with you do whatever you want this law is a law so i'm sure that uh, i can be uh, a good meditator as far as the meditative walking is concerned and also driving so i very much appreciate thank you thank you so I'm so sorry I have to speak in Thai, but if you would like to know, you can see me in person tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Um, I try to make it short because I worry that I might cry. <laughs> uh, the first thing is, um, may I call Tanjakunajan Amaro? I would love to use Tanjakun. And then uh, all the or the Kanatsong, you bring the world class <laughs> to us. I really love to see the whole of the Sangha member encouraging that um, you are in a holy place. And I have to say thank you uh, for the honor of the prayers. I have to say thank you to Ajanu that give up a very good support and enjoyable in the morning. Um, I'm reading Find the Missing Peace. Now, I tam jai matam suk. Thank you very much. Ajahn, I have to confess that first, I don't want to come to this retreat at all. I heard from, I heard this message from last year, since last year in June 2018. Kunjuk sent me the message that there will be a retreat. I never pay attention to it at all because I try to stay away from English retreat. Even went to retreat because my husband pushed me to go like Ajazumeto retreat, so I went to Ajazumeto two times, three times. First, you two in 2005, a speed lock. Okay, and just recently, two weeks ago, Pinong sent me a message. If you'd like to come to retreat with Janamalo, I told her that I have to ask my husband. Then I told my husband, I said, you said like that? If you don't come, it means that I don't want you to go. So I said, okay, I will go. <laughs> but, and they said, oh, I've never been to 10 days retreat. And my husband said that, yes, you did. With a Chan Namuro and a 14 years ago. I said, okay, okay, I will try. And, I'm not sure about myself because I don't like to be in the retreat at all, to tell you the truth. I don't like uh, sitting because my mind always wander a lot, never peace. And what else? What else? Okay, it turned out to be that this 
really so special, so wonderful. It's so worthwhile. And I think that I can sit better than, than other retreats that I've been to. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Khatan. Thank you, Pinang. <laughs> กราบนมัสการอาจารย์อ่าพระอาจารย์ทุกท่านนะคะเอ่อครั้งนี้เอ่อ is the third time in Phuchaisai my first time in Phuchaisai is more than 10 years ago as a visitor with my families it was a very nice uh, visit a nice um, accommodation and uh, we enjoy really uh, much. The second time I came here, it was, I think, more than 10 years ago as well, a couple of years uh, after I first visited in Pujaisai. That was my first meditation in my life. It was taken around, I think, uh, seven, seven days. My first time, seven days together with Bada. And um, I was telling myself, after I finish the course, I will have to continue practicing my meditation. And I did. I did. I did at least once a year, I attend meditation course in Chasheng Sao. Once a year. And every day, although I didn't practice much myself at home, I didn't play every morning or at night. I didn't meditate, like sitting meditation at all. Not very much because um, I have to say, maybe similar to the gentleman over there, um, I'm very, very breezy, <laughs> taking care of my full-time job and also uh, my parents. So uh, what I did is to, to, to try to use the meditation to, to, do, uh, to continue my daily life. And you can use it outside, um, outside this hall as well. So, and for this time, it's the first time that I attend 10 days retreat or meditation. And I learned a lot from Ajahn Amaro, Ajahn Hungrit, and Ajahn Tiu. Thank you so much for your teaching. Uh, this will be the first time that I've been sitting for 45 minutes. I never ever sitting and attend the full 45 minutes at all. Here in this room is the first time that I did it. Thank you so much. That uh, helps me a lot to improve my patience. And also, I would encourage every one of you in this room to continue not only uh, sitting or walking meditation, but you can also using in your daily life 
while you're walking, walking up, one, two, three, four, or you are walking to, to do your work or starting your work every day, it's, uh, you find, although I feel myself is not improved much a lot myself, but I can see that um, it helps a lot, particularly on from Vihara that Jan Amaro mentioned. I'm taking care of like almost 55 staff and we use that almost every day. Loving kindness is the best one because it's spread out to other factors and that helps a lot to improve peacefulness of the community. So I would encourage every one of you to continue this. Don't think that yourself not improving. You never know, just like what Atan said in the room. It's never, never, ever uh, put you down. Uh, so everything improves every day, but you never notice that. So I like every one of you to keep doing that. It's really good for your life. Lastly, I want to thank you, our lovely organizers of Lovely Friends, our Galeniano Meet. Uh, thanks to my dear friends who uh, invited me uh, to join this class. And also, thank you, the owner of Pujai Sai, that I've been visiting here for three times already. We'll continue, if you have a chance, to come from Bangkok. And also, thank you, our staff, our sponsor, our our Meet here in this room. Thank you, Ajahn. If you have a chance, I will attend and visit you in Amaravati. First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to the organizers, Pujai Sai, for these beautiful surroundings for this resort. And also, um, I'd like to express my gratitude to Prajan Amaro Nuklip and Janju. This is the first time I've been to a retreat and seen um, with Thai, both Thai and the English monks. And um, I'm very fortunate that I can understand both. And lose it, Thank you very much. It's been very, uh, it's been uh, really good for me. I've uh, acquired a lot of uh, new, new knowledge. Know a lot about a lot more about myself. Thank you for that. Um, I also don't like. Uh, don't, don't like but I'm not very good with walking meditation but uh, your comment yesterday about you starting out on your journey your tudong and uh, Sumeto telling you that um, you're not really going anywhere and that is uh, that was very enlightening it's helped me a lot <laughs> okay thank you very much I was also noticing we have kind of three three separate retreats. There's the the English only speakers, 
then there's the Thai and English speakers, and then there's the Thai only speakers. So that there's a some people had had uh, could hear, understand everything. Other people could only stand, understand one part of it. So there's actually three separate retreats happening simultaneously. So and uh, the experience of everyone would be quite uh, individual in that respect. So that was also a very uh, delightful aspect of this time together. I never tried a two-language retreat before. This is an experiment. So please, any more offerings this evening? Um, I wanted to take this opportunity to thank uh, the organizers. Uh, it's been an amazing, well-structured um, event. And Kundaz, it's a beautiful place. Thank you for allowing us to be here. And uh, the Ajahn, Prajan, for your teachings. Uh, and I wanted to share just one thing uh, from my practice this time. Um, you know, we can hear about concepts a lot and read about them. But it, I have found that until I really experience it, then, it, you know, the penny drops. And this is regarding um, tanha. Um, yesterday, I was losing concentration quite rapidly. So my mind turned toward planning, thinking about all the things I would be doing when I got back to Bangkok, um, things that would be enjoyable. And it was one thing after another, just nonstop. And then I asked the question, why am I thinking of all these things? What, what's going on? And all of a sudden, it was like craving. You're craving for feeling good about something because you weren't feeling good about your meditation falling apart. So it was just very vivid. Yeah, I'm craving. I really want to feel some happy feelings. So that was just uh, one of those moments, I think, that will stay with me and I will become a really good recognizer of my craving mind, hopefully, from here on out. And to quote those last two lines of the um, exclamation, uh, I hope that the non-concocting mind will come to craving's end someday. Thank you very much. If one word that can reflect my feeling about this intensive noble silence retreat is blessed. I feel very blessed for being here to attending this retreat, for being around a group of wise people, for being around Prajan and um, all the monastic team. It is so stunning to see. This is my very first time to see this uh, I'm a very visual person, to see this stunning when you, when I look up at the three Prajan and the team of the monastic and with the backdrop of the Buddha behind. It's so sacred. It's so powerful. Um, I was here uh, with P.O. and Kunoi and visited Pida's place, came to Pujaisai and 
felt very uh, impressed with her place and didn't know that 18 months later I would be joining this retreat. I have to thank Pita and all the team, all the staff, everyone behind the scene, the exercise teacher. You know, it's very inspiring. It's very encouraging. Everything in Puja Isai has been crafted to all of us. I have to thank all the Kalyanamit. You are the group of wise people, like Prajan said. That's why we are here together. I have learned a lot and will need to go back and learn a lot more about Dhamma. And the inspiring thing is to learn from the real practicing. And this is, um, I, I had an interview session with Prajan Amaro and said that my very first uh, meditation lesson was in 1993. And that was 26 years ago. And I thought that I didn't move much in progress. And I also um, try very hard. And actually, I did try every year that I would um, leave work. I'm a very busy person as well to be in the retreat. And Prajan gave me the big encouragement and talked me through it and said that because I asked a lot of questions in terms of process, in terms of what I learned more. Oh, I forgot to say to Prajan that the last uh, uh, lesson I learned is from Prajan, very young, for six months from Kruzamati, just to learn about the theory. And then I asked Prajan about the process of how do I get there? What is my stone? I don't see anything. What does it look like when you talk about stillness? But Prajan gave me the encouragement and see and say that, did you see the change in yourself? That's the progress. And you always also talk in the Dharma talk during um, the 10 days that Prajancha never say anything or any words to describe anything. You just keep practice. So that I will do. And also I would like to thank Prajanjiu for getting me out of the dark spot in my mind about my um, late mother, that I just lost her last year. And uh, also helped me a lot to deal with myself in the situation, to realize the past and dealing with the present. I think it's very inspiring for the three interesting prajan um, all together. I call it a jazz jam with different styles. You know, I, I, I love the academic part of Rajan Amaro and your ability for storytelling. I love it. It's just like watching the stage show. And, uh, and um, I love to hear about Rajan Cha as always. Because in my mind, when my husband went for the Nung Khao Hong Khao, I think so many years ago, um, 30 years ago. And um, I also experienced Prajan Cha from Pinong because I'm very close for, uh, with Pinong. I always amazed at how can Prajan Cha, who didn't speak any English language, can deal and make all the Farang speak Thai instead. 
So that's that's is a very talented person on earth. Um, for John Conrad, I think it, you have a special talent. You are so creative. I remember you talking about the commonality, um, about a ghost that everyone in every na nations will relate to, and the indifferences about food, pizza, and numpric. So everyone, you can make everyone crack up all the time. And thank you very much. I love present you analogy about jit uh, that. It's like baibua, and it's also can be like a sponge. It depends how you choose it. So this is a three jazz jam that I think is really, really make it so interesting. And it's unlike any other retreat that I would probably see one or two months, not like so powerful like this. Um, I would like to end by saying that I heard that this is the very first large-scale retreat from Rajan Amaro, but I must say it's very constructive, it's very inspiring, it's very successful, and please do it again. Um, I like the last words from Rajan Jiu and Rajan Amaro last night to talk about the real world. Which one is the real world, and which one is the Loksa mood? And if this Pujai Sai, our atmosphere, our experience here, is the real world, Pidaka, I would like to take Pujai Sai back home to Bangkok with me, and and tell myself that I will be with the real world in my home, in one, in front of my Buddha, and when I even go to my busy work, um, the experience, the memorable things here would be with me in my mind. Thank you very much. Just to clarify, this is the last, the, the first uh, big retreat I've done in Thailand. So, Vuri uh, Panya was asking me, how many retreats have you led? And I said, well, the first one I led was in 1984. I've probably done three or four every year since then, so it's probably a, a hundred in different places. So this is the first uh, large-scale one in Thailand. So any other voices this evening? Yeah. I have to read. Um, I would like to share the experience of stillness flowing. To understand it, uh, to understand it, two processes have to be understood or seen before, which are the objects that can be the body moving, seeing, hearing, thinking, feelings, and all the emotions like dislike. This first process changes changes from one aspect to another again and again. So I like to call it the flow of the changes. And the second process is the knowing mind. As you always say, that process is still calm and peaceful. It doesn't change its aspect as the first process. 
So when the first process arises, the knowing mind arises as well. And when the first one passes away, the second one passes away at the same time. But the characteristic of the knowing mind doesn't change. It's still calm and it knows. It, I can see my. <laughs> and it knows while the first process arises and passes away, changing itself from one characteristic to another again and again. And that's what I understand as the stillness flowing. Furthermore, two or three days ago, some words came to my mind. I heard them in the retreat with Ajahn Viratamo that last uh, January. He quoted from Lung Pudun, I think Lung Pudun, about the four noble truths. Lung Pudun said, the mind sending outside is Tukka. The mind seeing the mind is the end of Tukka. And I didn't understand it, those words at that time, until this afternoon. Before lunchtime, I was walking behind a lady to go to the dining hall. And then she stopped in the middle of the stairs in the garden in the hot sunlight. And I had to stop behind her. And my mind started complaining. Don't stop here, please don't stop here. Please stop in the shade. At that moment, my mind came back to the knowing mind that was still peaceful and, and calm. Then a flash of understanding came up, and I realized that this is the mind sending outside is Tukka. And the mind, knowing the mind, is the end of Tukka. Because as the, at the moment of knowing it, the complaining mind stopped. This experience reconfirms me that the end of suffering is possible. And it can be here and now. Every time that the mind come back, comes to the knowing mind, that's peaceful. And while we practice the stillness flowing, we are practicing the four noble truths. Thank you very much. กับนามัสสกะนามาเนี่ยนามัสสกันพระอาจารย์ค่ะกัลยาณมิตรเอ่อขอขอบคุณคุณแม่นะอ๋อแล้วก็คุณหน่อยนะคะที่ชวนมาร
you know, oh, it's it's knowing. Like, ah, I feel happy. And then the sounds and everything feels stopped. It so that picture still, it's still, and I can see her now at at that moment. And I, okay, okay, calm down, and then walk walk into the hall. And then I think at after the lunch, and I walk down on the on the hill again. I I I usually meditate around there, and I usually look down and recognize the people by their feet and their shoes. But then someone walked down without its bare feet, and it's like, whoa, that's kind of all rocks, and she. Bare feet, walk down very fast. Like okay, inspiring. I try. I try and and let's see how it feels without shoes. And then, when I'm ready, I take the shoes off and then try walking and feel the rocks, stone, and the see the insects dies and okay, just realize that the soil come from the dying insects and things and okay. Knowing, knowing, and it feels different from I don't know from the shoes and bare feet, and then when I um, wear the shoes again, it feels ah, thank you that people create the shoes. <laughs> um, so I try many different places, uh, textures of the floor, and feel different and. Thank you. And then I realized the the first pair of feet was Kunda again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And a lot uh, knowledge to learn from here, from Prajan and Tan Kongrit Lap Anjiuha. Oh, one thing. I try many times to ask you. Um, like three times. One, it's um, quite a wrong moment, and second and third, okay, no, no more try this time. And then I realized that, oh, no, uh, no bad feeling at all. Then, but I realized that, okay, let's open um, your book again and see how can I find the journey book? Because I try keep trying to ask many people that how can I find Your book, and then I opened um, your little tree book. So I saw the website, and I think at the website also has an email of the uh, monastery. So I will email them <laughs> instead of trying to ask. Okay, thank you. I wrote some things down, and um, so allow me to read. And um, I like to uh, express gratitude to um, all three of you: Adan, Amaro, Adan Du, and and um, Adan Kongrid. And um, I would also like to express uh, what I learned. Um, so uh, I'll start reading. This retreat has been an eye-opening experience for me, not to mention a deep, brightening experience as well. 
I'm grateful to Kunda for the wonderful resort which provided both comfort and a natural environment. I am grateful to Ajahn Amaro for your energy that was full of metta, your teaching which brought, brought to light the nature of life, and your guidance in meditation which brought aches and pain, but lightness to the soul. I am grateful to Ajahn Du for your energy imbued with the qualities of equanimity and for your articulate and thoughtful teachings. I'm grateful to Ajahn Kongrit for your teachings that were so ordinary, yet their wisdom connected so well with the lay people and often made us laugh, breaking our seriousness and dullness. I learned many things in this retreat. It transforms me, who knows if permanently, my na. I learned about death. I learned that I like to try my best to take care of my parents, even though they are difficult. I learned that I, ha I have a hard time relaxing because there's fear. I learned that I am anxious because I fear the future and unsatisfied with the present. I learned my ego gets in the way of accepting situations or people when I don't like them. I learned that I had a few times thought of being a nun. Now I think again. Nonetheless, I will continue meditating and learning more about Dharma. Today, I felt like my jit was walking more than my body. Thank you. Firstly, I have to change my script. My wife took all my lines. I'm the creative person in the family. <laughs> um, firstly, I'd like to thank uh, Ajahn Amaro, Ajahn Ju, and Ajahn Concrete. Um, you guys are the creative guys. What you've presented over the last 10 days is a creative way of showing us how to live our lives. I thank you so much. I was so inspired. Um, I looked forward to this, this retreat for a long time. This is my fifth retreat, my first 10-day retreat. Some of my Thai friends who aren't that religious said, we playing golf in the next couple of weeks? And I said, no, I've got to go to Chiang Rai. And they said, oh, you're going to Chiang Rai. How long are you going for? And I said, 10 days. And then they start saying, you've got to go to this restaurant, you've got to go here, you've got to go there, you've got to go to other places. And I said, no, I've got a plan to go somewhere. And they say, oh, where are you going? I said, we're going up into the hills. Oh, yeah. Where are you going to stay? And I said, I'm going to stay on a 10-day um, meditation retreat. And they all looked at me in horror. They said, don't forget you're 75 next month. I said, so? I'm not, I'm not taking your lines, by the way, the word so. Um, I said, so? And they said, you're not going to get much sleep. You have to get up early. And I said, I can handle that. I'll be okay. And they said, you be careful because you had a heart attack not long ago. I had a heart problem. I said, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And, then, and the last guy said, you're going to be bored out of your head. Ten days meditating. So little did they know that sitting in front of me for ten days was going to be the trio of life. You guys taught us all about how to live life. 
over the 10 days. And I appreciate it very much. And I know everyone else here appreciated your way of teaching, the whole three of you, so much. Especially yourself, uh, Ajahn Amaro. You're such a creative guy. I was sitting there most of the time in awe how clever you are at getting the message across and the experiences you've talked about in your own life. Thank you very much for sharing those, those periods in your life where you went through tough situations as well. Um, Ajahn uh, Ju, I met once before on my first retreat in Mare Rim, and he gave a fantastic um, Dharma talk on dying, how to face death. I'll never forget that. And again, this retreat, he gave a fantastic Dharma talk as well. Uh, Ajahn Congret, I was struggling to keep up with your fast tie. I was always 10 steps behind, running after you all the time, and everyone's laughing and everyone's enjoying sitting on the edge of their seats. I said, why am I missing out on this? So thanks heavens he spoke English one night, and I sat there just in awe, listening to the way he taught us in his uh, fun way getting across the message. Thank you so much for popping it up. Um, I'd like to share one thing. I have to confess, um, Ajahn Amaral, I wagged school during this retreat. My aircon broke down three times, flooding the half of the room, and I was feeling really tired one day. So I missed out on two sessions. Sorry about that. I missed out on a, on a meditation session and a walking meditation session. I went back to my room and I said, I'm going to have a nap. I need to have a little sleep. I went back to my room and I was going to lie down on the bed and I started feeling guilty. I felt like a little schoolboy who sort of like didn't want to go to school, you know. So I sat there and I thought, oh, God, what am I going to do? So I got up from the bed and I sat in the chair and I looked out the window. And I sort of, sort of started like drifting into a meditation sort of um, uh, feeling. I'm looking out the window and there's a vine growing just next to the window. First thing I noticed was these buds. I thought, wow, that's interesting. Next thing I notice, a bit further along the um, vine, is these beautiful little baby leaves. And I started thinking, God, this is like the start of my life. It's like the start of life. Next I look along the vine and there's these bigger leaves. And I said, these are like the teenage years of my life. The leaves are getting stronger, but they're still beautiful and green. Further I looked along and here's this brown leaf all shriveled up and looking quite sad. I thought, oh, God. started thinking about how old I was, you know, 74, 75 next month. Next minute, the leaf dropped off. I said, God, I better get back to the hall. <laughs> so and when I'm walking back, I thought, he must have known what I was doing. <laughs> He's teaching me a lesson 
right there in my room. So thank you very much. It was a very enlightening 10 days. I learned a lot. Um, I got still a lot more to learn. I was afraid I was born in the year of the monkey. My star sign is a crab and I'm creative, so I have a lot of trouble meditating sometimes during the middle of the day. In the morning and evening, I'm okay. I'm not quite to that stage like Ajahn Chan said, a monkey let loose in the telephone exchange, but I'm a monkey brain, so sometimes I struggle. So thanks again to the trio of life. Kunda, I have to thank you for your hospitality. You and your staff did such a wonderful job looking after all of us. My wife and I run a resort as well. I know how tough it is looking after everyone's troubles, everyone's complaints, everyone's problems. So I know what it's like. But you have the help of really lovely staff. They're always smiling every morning, every evening. You've got a great bunch of people working with you, including Bon Bon the dog and Soda the cat, who always was lying on the meditation path in the afternoon, trying to stop us to say, hey, give me a pat. I must admit, sometimes I bent down and gave her a stroke then carried on my walking meditation. So that's it for me, the oldest farang on the trip. I wish everyone happiness in their heart and good health. Namaskar, Prajan, Amaro, all venerables. It's time for me to make a confession. <laughs> Maybe the worst practitioner <laughs> in this hall, but uh, I have to tell Tanajan that I took this retreat very seriously and I work very hard. Um, when I heard about your talk on the first two days about mental exercise, I didn't quite understand it, but I contemplated um, until the fourth day, something did happen. You remember when you talk about how to inflate all the ill wills, your personal ill wills, to the extreme. Well, I did, and all of a sudden, everything fell apart, all ridiculous and very profound. Tears came to my eyes, and my life have, has never been the same again. Somehow, that profound feeling stayed with me the whole day. And this is, and this was not one of the experiences I had in this retreat. But I realized that what a fool I am, and I need to look at myself more and more. And thanks to you and all the venerables to 
help us through our lives. Uh, and um, face the rest of the life that will come. And as the gentleman speak, spoke before us, before me, that it's real, indeed, a privilege to be among all the like-minded people. I'm very glad to um, meet again my old friends from college. And thanks, Kruor, to uh, let me join this retreat. And thanks again, everyone in this hall. One more here. It feels like I have to be brave to speak out in this hall, but since there is no self, so just start talking. <laughs> yeah, I joined the retreat with Tanaja Namaro for the third time. And every time I share at the last night and with my determination, something that, okay, I go out from the retreat and I will do this, do this, because I learn a lot. And then after I go back into the daily life, I keep forgetting, keep forgetting, keep forgetting. But because maybe there was a lot of I. So this time, I think that go back home and do the best whatever you can without I, without self. Yeah. And through this course, I learned that a lot of changing in the mind. It's just go out of control. It's beyond control that in the one phenomena, it's like that there is something like it's so beautiful and then it's turned out to be like ugly and I don't want it anymore. Something like that. It changed in second. Yeah, in the same phenomena. So I think it's cannot control. So I think that, and I keep trying to judge this good, this bad, and it's not worth to do this. But I learned that everything is just the learning process. Although the good or bad thing is teach us everything. Yeah. And, and so there is no need to be good because I try to be perfect every time to be good and to be good person and I think to be good person is sometimes is too tired so be bad sometimes is like we learn something from them yeah and thank you for all 
all of the Sangha and all of the organizers and all of the Kalayana meet is very good and very lovely. Even though sometimes it's like the schedule keep me tired, tired, but but at least I think that my my viriya is beyond beyond the laziness. So I try to come to the hall every time, even though I would like to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, and thank you all for being here. Thank you. I have to admit, I gave a lot of thoughts on what I should say during the sitting meditation. <laughs> um, everything that I wanted to say could be could be very nonsense and all. But then I realized that <clears throat> all these thoughts is happening during I was sitting and meditate. And I realized that the lesson is here and now. And that is when I realized that I teared up all my ideas and threw it away. And that's the lesson here and now. Any final voices? I would like to thank you. I would like to thank you on of Ajahn for painting on of art to be a very beautiful art for ten day retreat. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, um, I would like to thank the three Ajans. Um, Ajan, I'll start with Ajan Ji. Is that how you pronounce your name? Yeah. He looked, the first look was like, he's such small size comparing to Ajan Kongri. And, and when he told us, wow, he, um, 24 years. Then I I just imagine how old can he be? Because he looked like a young boy. <laughs> but there was one night he spoke about here in English and it was a very, very well uh, message and uh, very well spoken and uh, we or rather I have I have a different uh, so-called thinking about him and uh, I have much respect for you, Ajahn. Next is Ajahn Kongrit. He is, forgive me, <laughs> the teddy bear, <laughs> sorry. But uh, before, um, okay, before, before I mention about him, 
I think the Thai language is so beautiful. And uh, he's such a big man, but when, when, he's, when he spoke, he's like, so soft. Surprise, surprise. I wonder why he's surprise, surprise. So, and, uh, well, and, uh, and I like his chuckle. And he, he will, he will, he was smile or he would laugh before everyone in the hall. And, uh, his smile is so contagious. And I was smiling and I was laughing, but I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what is the tie all about. Until, yeah, until one night he also spoke, gave a message on, in English. And, um, well, I guess, um, I have also a lot of respect for you, Ajahn Kongrit. Well, of course, the main superstar, Ajahn Amaru. Yeah. I have, um, I have been, so-called a richer Buddhist, I would say, since 2002. It's only the back the last nine years that um, I started to or become more of a practicing Buddhist when I scaled down my work, sort of semi-retiring, working part-time from home, and uh, giving back to society, meaning I have a few volunteers. I'm doing a lot, some volunteers work. And um, I realize these are the goodness. I think this, this is the first starting point, building up my paramis, paramita, one of them. It's giving my time. Then um, I, I started to have these aspirations that I, I must attend at least um, retreats, meditation retreats as well. Three times a year. I give myself three times a year. And uh, I realized a retreat is more conducive if it's at least 10 days or more. Because I have, I have tried the one day, the three days, the five days. And it's usually on the third day that you can actually sing in. So if you, if you just try the short one, by the time you are ready, oh, it's going home. So this is very, um, I think this is a very good uh, uh, so-called to look at the retreats. Okay, um, fast forward to this district, and um, when I when I first, um, I think it helps that we came here. Um, I'm from Singapore, so I came here one day earlier. Um, so the next day, immediately on the retreat when it started, the second day. I, I already very much into so-called um, the awareness. I guess uh, Pujai Sai, the the stay um, is conducive enough. So my mind was telling me, 
is it a good thing, you know, to 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 have a nice bed and then uh, sleep and then sometimes I thought that to sit well, you need to have some torture, you need to have some pain, you know, where the forest monks that you have to go and sit under the trees or somewhere else. But I guess well, maybe the change of era. But uh, I also. I also have my first uh, taste of uh, not sure. Uh, maybe before that, I am. Uh, I want to comment on the the opening night or sort, uh, so called the night that we receive our eight precepts, where the rain started, and so many light flies. What do you call that? So much of that, and I was telling my friend. Oh, they are taking the eight precepts as well, <laughs> you know. So I, my feeling was that I know they will die. I mean, they will be dead the next moment because when I was small, I I grew up in the village. I I know about these flies, but uh, that night was terrible. It was like ten times, twenty times more than what I have seen, you know. But uh, it was. I guess that was a very magical moment for me. So the next day, um, okay, after that, I, I have, I have no issue for sitting meditation. That's why, and I find that this retreat is that each time I say, especially in the morning, I have very very good sitting during the morning, but each time I seem that. The bell comes so fast, and I try to, I try to recollect when I do that at home. I set my alarm like to one hour, and I'm waiting. When is it going to ring? When is it going to start? You know, but this time is I hope the bell don't ring. I hope Ajahn don't strike the bell. You know, so, but today, today I make an effort. I tell myself since. It's going to be the last day. I want to sit through, and I want to see um, whether I can achieve. And uh, well, I must say I have, I did it. I did it. I sit through, and I have very, very good sitting. But I'm not going to elaborate on that because it will take another maybe ten more minutes. Um, but uh, I. I have only issue on walking meditation. I find that when I walk fast, I'm only aware. I'm only just being mindful. But if I walk slow, slow enough that just like slow motion, um, I don't get the I don't get the astronaut man floating. But I can feel I can feel the. The elements of the earth when I touch and the air, you know. But uh, I would try to put that in practice. Well, because back home in Singapore we walk very fast. Okay, a little small episode on not sure. My name, my name, right? When when we got the room. Uh, my two my two roommates were very nice. They chose a small, the two single beds. So I said, "Oh, I'm so blessed! I got the big bed." So 
Is it? No, not sure. <laughs> because on the, on the day, on the fourth day when they changed the bed sheet, um, when we came back to the room during our breakfast, uh, their beds were already changed. Mine is already, um, the bed sheet has been taken off, but the, the mattress, you know, it's, it's just uh, no sheets yet. So I say, okay, maybe after lunch. So it doesn't matter because there's only a short time. Um, the reason is the retreats that I've been attending, usually we will rest during our lunch and uh, it has become my habit. So when we came back during lunchtime, oh, my Buddha, the, my, my bishop is still not there. I, I noticed um, a, a bit of... Um, Anger, I don't, I don't think so, but I'm just annoyed. Why so long? So I thought they have forgotten about my room. So I actually walked to the reception and tell them about it. And then they say, okay, okay, uh, we will go. And then when I walk back to the room, I realized beside my bed, there's actually a telephone I can actually call. But I think at that moment, I was like a bit angry. So I would just walk to the reception hall. But I, I was like doing walking meditation in a room, pacing up and down until 12.45 and no one came. Then I said I had to come to the hall. So while walking back to the hall, I went to the reception again and told them no one came. And my answer, and they told me, oh yes, uh, we need to wash and then we need to iron, then we put back. So I realized, oh, because they, they don't have the sheets, you know. Okay, so I understand. But when I walked back to the room, I mean the hall, when we started our afternoon sitting, heavy rain, thunderstorm. So my mind went back to the bed sheet again. I was thinking, oh, I'm not going to have my sheets on tonight. I mean, it's so I, I had this disturbance of the mind, and I said, what is this? The, the most of it, I just share room. I just share the bed with one of my roommates. Anyway, we, I know. So, but the funny thing is, um, this is, I, when I was reading your book, my name, so I say, yeah, um, they, they say that I have got the, the, the bigger bed, but not sure, right? <laughs> Thank you, Ajahn. Thank you. Going once, going. yes. Before I came to the retreat, I checked Ajahn Amaro out, so I actually listened to his talks. <laughs> so I do, um, uh, the mind was, uh, I mean, the, 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 the talks were interesting, um, you know, so I, I said, oh, I must, I must, uh, I must, I must come. Uh, and then, I, I didn't know there's so many Ajans, so I, previously I've listened to some talks translated by Ajahn Congrat. So that was actually quite interesting, but when he uh, was here, it was a bit different. Uh, I noticed all the jokes and everything. Um, so, uh, I, so, I, 
uh, I come to realize that um, uh, with the three ajans, there's uh, um, there's there's uh, various kinds of um, teaching we can uh, there's various wisdom that we can actually gain from each of the teachers. Um, um, as for my practice, I notice that. Um, the teaching is actually very clear. Uh, I I did benefit a lot from the practice, from the teaching. Um, it's a bit uh, different because I'm sort of like a retreat junkie, and uh, the the experiences that I gain is actually quite clear. Saying uh, when there's silence appear. It's actually silence appear. And when there's satipanya appear, the, the mind knows it. It's a bit, uh, the mind knows it. And the mind can actually go into, uh, can go into quiet quite easily. So there's, um, I can't describe. I, I do agree with, uh, the, the, the result is very beautiful, but sometimes when I see beautiful flowers on the ground, it reminds me of uh, impermanence. Just like, you know, eventually things will, It'll fall like the flowers. Yeah. So um, I would like to take the opportunity to thank the organizers and the uh, and the owner because I think we are very much being taken care of in in terms of food and accommodation and everything else. Thank you. You already did one, huh? it's, actually, it's actually from the fish, the fishes, um, because I was fascinated by them. Um, I noticed them every time I go past, every meal time. And um, they were always very uh, lively and um, welcoming, I would say. And then uh, one time it was uh, um, kind of surprising because they weren't very lively. They were all lying um, very low to the ground. And um, I was just walking along with my tray of food. And um, yeah, yeah, we, we were eating rice soup and fish that day. So somehow I just felt that the fish were actually feeling it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love rice soup and fish myself. So immense gratitude. Thank you.
maybe we're about finished. Any last last orders? Going once, twice, Tatiyampi. Okay, maybe we can finish the evening with uh, sharing our blessings. The um, page thirty-three. Now, Samsip Sam, the English version of the uh, sh- verses of sharing and aspiration. Now, Samsip Sam, page thirty-three. Now let us chant the verses of sharing and aspiration through the goodness that arises from my practice. May my spiritual teachers and guides of great virtue, my mother, my father, and my relatives, the sun and the moon, and all virtuous leaders of the world. May the highest gods and evil forces, celestial beings, guardian spirits of the earth, and the Lord of death, may those who are friendly, indifferent or hostile, may all beings receive the blessings of my life, May they soon attain the threefold bliss and realize the deathless through the goodness that arises from my practice and through this act of sharing. May all desires and attachments quickly cease and all harmful states of mind until I realize Nibbana In every kind of birth, may I have an upright mind, with mindfulness and wisdom, austerity and vigor. May the forces of delusion not take hold, nor weaken my resolve. The Buddha is my excellent refuge, unsurpassed is the protection of the Dhamma. The solitary Buddha is my noble guide. The Sangha is my supreme support. Through the supreme power of all these, may darkness and delusion be dispelled. So thank you all for your offerings this evening. and. Uh, it's very lovely to hear everyone's reflections and also the uh, many, many people expressing their gratitude for uh, Yong Ta and her wonderful team, the, the Puchai Sai village. Um, though I think that uh, the, our organizers, uh, Yong Juk, Yong Noi, Yong Mo, have a few announcements to make. So after the Sangha have left, then they have a few things to uh, say, talk about for early tomorrow morning. So please don't kind of jump up and disappear. But, uh, that uh, they have a few things to, to share with you. So please um, uh, say, take these reflections that we've heard from each other this evening, let them sink in, and also uh, to uh, listen carefully to what uh, Yom Noi, Yom Or, and Yom Juk have to say to uh, describe the plans for tomorrow morning.